Okay, so how you been? Getting good. How about you, Randy? Thanks for coming back on the show. Oh, you bet. You bet. Happy to be on the show. <laughs> Always. Hey, you know, Greg, it's funny because um, I had asked Randy to post. Um, we were doing the itinerary. I don't know if it was two or three months ago. We were trying to put it together. We had asked Randy, hey, can you can you come on down to the Nil event? He said, you know, gosh, my looking pretty busy that time of year. I don't think I can make it. I put sent over the itinerary as gracious as Randy is with us. He he was posting it on Edison Report, and now you're coming down to the show, Randy. Tell me why. Well, let me tell you. When I saw the itinerary, you've got a solid. Uh, I've got it here. You've got a really solid event coming up, and uh, the fact you've got the Amazon guy. Mm -hmm. I mean, look, that's kind of the 900 pound gorilla in the room for the industry, mm -hmm. and um, I checked him out. And you've got one of the leading experts on uh, e-commerce coming to speak. So I think it's going to be very worthwhile. I yeah, saw some I, other stuff that would kind of need also. You know, the Amazon, the, the social media, uh, selling on social media, like a lot of people don't think about it, but a lot of traffic is driven to websites through sites mm -hmm. like Pinterest and, and Google Images right. and these types of places, right? So how do you generate that vibe? We're talking about... Um, the, uh, the 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 future of legacy. Yeah, Satco is still shipping yeah. a tractor trailer load of T12s a month out of their Dallas warehouse. You know, I actually think that people, uh, we should be really thinking about the future. Like, how much of this stuff or the mix? How are we gonna um, How are we gonna deal with um, the, uh, the the low production or the no production of certain lamps? I think that's an important topic for distributors, Randy. Um, we got another fellow, Luke Sellers. I've been telling Greg about Luke Sellers, who's a former first-round draft pick uh, in the NHL and professional hockey player. I've been telling him, uh, Greg about Luke for years. He's an ontological coach, and um, man, that's a—he's a real special guy to spend 20 minutes with. And he's Ex going to be doing explain it. what that means, ontological for us. I don't even really know what ontological coach is, but I mean... <laughs> it's based on the writings of Martin Heidegger. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. So Martin Heidegger is a famous uh, philo German philosopher, but um, he talks about showing up for yourself every day, about how when, whenever you're having any problems in life, it's probably because you're not showing up for yourself every day. You're not doing the things that mm -hmm. you need to do to take care of Randy, to take care of Greg. Okay. And so many of us are guilty of this, man. And okay, um, Luke, Luke Sellers, right? I see it on the agenda. I did see that and I wasn't sure what that meant. Ontological coach, okay, mm -hmm. showing up for yourself. Yeah, showing up for that. yourself every day, man. Um, and, and a lot of people don't think about it that way. They're, they're showing up as the coach, they're showing up as a dad. They're, I'm, a, I'm gonna be father of the year and all sorts of stuff, but you know, maybe they're 50 pounds overweight. Maybe they're not getting, they're not sleeping right, right at night. Maybe they're right. not eating the right kind of food. They're not drinking enough water every day. They're not going for a walk. They're not spending any time in prayer, meditation, quiet time, whatever. They're doing all these other things for everybody else. They're showing up for their office, their customers, their job, their parent, their children, their parents, everything else, but they're not showing up for themselves. Right. It's right. very, very critical, man. And, and a lot of people, it's so simple too. That's the beautiful thing about it. So he's well, going to be talking whole, about that. The whole work-life balance thing is becoming more and more important. And I think everyone realizes that it's related to good health. And so, you know, some of us have, have worked, you know, too hard over the years and made sacrifices. I'm at an age, I guess, in a position where I have a pretty good work-life balance, but I didn't historically. Yeah, and, and a lot of it is because you're showing up for other people. 
Like right. it's a good way to think about it. And and Luke Luke will talk more about that at the convention. But great guy to spend twenty minutes with. He's a. I always call him a messenger from God. That's what I say. That's what I mean. He okay. he's, he uh, he helped me with the podcast. He helped me um, get over some of the um, uh, imposter syndrome I had. Uh, so, so you mentioned uh, showing up for yourself is, is kind of going to be a theme that the ontological coach is now that we kind of know what an ontological coach is. Sure. Um, but I think that's important, and it's always nice to kick off conventions that way. We're going to get <clears throat> definitely lighting focused, but it's nice to also think right. business and personal focused. And you, we're planning to do individual sessions as, as well. So not only is I there going to be that. a speaker. Yeah. And you're not charging for that. that. That's a great way to do it. And uh, I see the same thing is true with uh, Tanner. You're doing yeah. individual uh, uh, sessions with him too. So I think that's great. I, I think of, it'll be very well attended. I think your audience will appreciate that. You know, I think a lot of people, you know, when you're really listening to a guy like that, um, a question will pop in your head, but maybe you're uncomfortable asking it in front of a hundred other people. Maybe it's actually a strategic right. question in your business. You want to keep it to yourself and you want to ask an expert. Right. You know, uh, especially with a guy like Luke, maybe you want to ask him, hey, can you help me with, um, you know, my exercise wellness program? Can you, my, I'm fighting with my right. wife a lot. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you this. One thing, Luke, <laughs> I'll tell you guys a little tip about how intuitive this guy is, okay? So I'm talking to him and uh, this is all recorded. You can go watch our, our work together. It's all recorded on podcast, but I'm talking to him and he says, um, I said, you know, Luke, I have a lot of conflict in my life. I have a lot of conflict with employees and I seem to be getting into arguments a lot with people and all this sort of stuff. And he looks at me and says, he said, he says, stop being the source of conflict. And I was like, what are you talking about? You know, it's the other people. It's all about, it's all, you know, it's, it's because they're not doing what they're told or, you know, whatever. He's like, no, no, no. All of the conflict in your life is in you and comes out of you. Wow. Straight talk. Yeah, man. And I mean, I had to think about that for a long time, but it was like, it, it ended up being, it ended up actually being true in that you're entering these, you're bringing the spirit of conflict into things. And a lot of people are doing that and they're doing it because they don't show up for themselves every day. But anyway, Luke's great. Um, what's next after, um, uh, on the, on the, on the itinerary there, Greg? Okay. Freddie Fry. So you had the Amazon and then Freddie Fry. Yeah. Oh, Freddie's exciting. No excuses. No excuses, man. He's going to give a talk about no excuses. Freddie grew up in the ghetto. Um, he, uh, you know, single mom um, story, the typical um, sort of, uh, you know, ghetto uh, Southern American story and really inspirational guy. He's really come up out of that and um, four kids, raised his kids, um, started some businesses and he's fun as heck. He mixes hip hop into it, and it, he's gonna blow. He's he's a, he's an interesting thing for a lighting show, Greg and, and Randy. It's <laughs> <laughs> some spice to it. I like it. And then you had uh, we talked about the future legacy, which is gonna mm -hmm. be sat call, and and we know the importance of that. Uh, every lighting distributor should still try to sell legacy if their customers want it. Sure, I agree. So we said the uh, future of legacy technology or legacy product, the importance of that for lighting distributors still to understand where that's at. Where and it's that's the Satco guy, right? Yeah, Bill Nanke. Yeah. Okay, I've met him. I think that'll be fascinating as well because everybody kind of wants to know how much runway is left on these legacy products. And you say he's still shipping a truckload? Truckload. Of fluorescents? T12. 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 <laughs> that blows me away. Yeah, so he's gonna share. He's gonna share. He's gonna share some charts, some graphs. Nothing specific to Sacco, but just like volume, 
He's going to share that with us. Yeah, so it's going to be a really fun show. That one's going to be good. Greggy, what's next? Uh, We have the product sprint as well, which um, you know I can kind of explain just from our experience at Nailed. What we do is all of the vendors that show up get a one-minute time frame to say whatever product they want. They highlight one item. It can be a product or a service or an item, whatever it might be. And and we group everybody, all the distributor members in, in attendance, and they go from booth to booth and hear that one-minute pitch from the vendor. So it kind of breaks them in, lets them know what they can talk to them about uh, when they do their one-on-one meetings with them. So it's a nice overview, quick highlight. Um, what's interesting about the OCCs, Greg, is that that's a good yeah. opportunity to lead in, um, sorry, to from the product sprint to lead into the OCCs. So, yeah, I mean, I'm really excited about those. Um, uh, OCCs, by the way, Organized Casual Conference. You know, I was in the association for like 10 years <laughs> till I found that out, Randy, that an OCC <laughs> is an Organized Casual hey. Conference. It, it took me a long time. I don't know why, but. Uh, so basically you, know, you with a, the, the uh, vendor member talking <laughs> about whatever you want to talk about, your relationship products, all that stuff, one-on-one meetings. Then uh, we bring in Tanner again for selling on social media. And again, we talked about that earlier. That's going to be a wonderful workshop. And then after that, you're going to have a chance to meet with Tanner again. Um, so let's just stop for a second on social media, sure, okay? Sure. Because we find that interesting. You know, Edison Report, we've been around 20 years now. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're relatively well-known. We don't do a lot of newsletters. But when we do, we have a real huge hit open rate because we only do it when there's breaking news. But it's amazing. We're doing more and more on social media. And I'm getting more and more feedback. So there, there is a segment of the audience that does not come to the Edison Report on a regular basis, but they see us on social media and then they come to the Edison Report. So we are really beginning, finally, we're, we're late here, to understand how important that social media is. So we do Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn. And uh, our hits just go up dramatically whenever we publish a story on social media. Yeah, so you're from the Edison report. What you're what you're using is you're using it to get eyeballs, and then there's also um, you're also using it to connect to a new generation. It's a generational thing, Randy. So the generation right. coming right. is not right. look going to ed- EdisonReport.net or whatever. They're not doing that. They're looking right. at your social feeds, right? So it's intergenerational. Right. It's also, but there's also like emerging now um, a way to sell product through social media. And, you know, a lot of, um, you know, it's, it's starting in the consumer space. And I think Tanner's going to talk to us a little bit about how, can you sell a light bulb through Pinterest? Like, can you bring that, get people through to your website and through these social media channels? And he is convinced that you absolutely can. And so it's something I think lighting distributors and everyone needs to know about these days. Greg, what do you think? Next one we've got, yeah. Solar powered LED uh, light fixtures, bud. Started from the bottom, now we're here. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> Talking about where it's at. It's an important topic for lighting distributors because we often get asked if somebody can put a light where there's not light. And right. depending on where that area is not or where that area is, can you get power to it? And maybe solar power makes more sense. And oftentimes it can in an outdoor environment for sure. So we'll have a nice discussion on that. Uh, we got a debate, Randy. Integrated versus Ooh. purpose-built L. Purpose-built LED integrated versus modular LED tubes. Um, That's going to be hot. That'll yeah. be something that we'll get a lot of lot of action on for sure. Yeah, it's going to be a debate. 20 minutes one side, 20 minutes the other side, okay. and then we're going to hash it out. We're going to debate That's it That's a great way to do it. That's a great way to do it. And again, it'll get people excited and they'll pay attention. 
Yeah, I, I haven't found anyone to do the other side of the debate, the, the integrated debate. And Chris Johnson from Energy Focus is super, super um, uh, hot on it. So, um, yeah, Greggy, you're up. What's next? Yeah, then we're going to have our longtime uh, Nailed member, Randy Johnson, is going to talk about lighting distribution. Businesses are, in general, high profit. And he says, let's keep it that way. So how do we do that? He's going to come up with some ideas. He's been in the business for a long time. Um, and I've always had a good profitable company because he adds value and he's going to help us as distributors really get into that. Randy, you know where this came from was I was talking to him about his speech and he, and about what he was going to talk about. And he's got like a light talk about lighting switch on his back. You just flick it and he starts talking about anything lighting. <laughs> my kind of guy. You yeah. Know? Yeah. yeah. My kind of guy. So, but anyway, we were talking about it. So he sold his company and then he went to work for an electrical uh, distributor that bought his company. And he, sa he said, you guys got to raise your prices, man. You don't need to sell lights for this cheap. And so I'm, I'm, I was like, okay, I think that's the right topic right there. Yeah. You know, well, how do, you know, if we're adding the value, are we giving it away for free on the back end? So I think it's a good topic. Um, I, do, I, I do as well, guys. And, uh, you mm -hmm. know, these people that they just give this stuff away, I ask myself, why do they do it? Why do they do it? If you can't make a, a good profit, I don't think you should sell it. And this whole thing with tariffs, you know, most companies did raise their price for the tariffs. A few did not. And uh, those few that did not are kind of bragging because they absorbed it. But those companies are also struggling quite a bit financially. So I think we have to make a decent profit in what we do. Agreed. Yeah. America's built on and, profit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the next one is the pace of obsolescence issues with LEDs and inventory. Something as all lighting distributors are concerned about and need to be aware of is that LEDs are constantly changing. They still are, maybe to a slower degree, but uh, still to a point where it can be an inventory issue. We'll have a good discussion on that. You know, it's uh, uh, the Marshall. I had a talk with Marshall Jones. So he, I don't know if you're familiar with the distribution team, Randy, which is Jason Bader and Marshall, Marshall Jones. We've never had marshall to an event but i had a talk with him and he immediately i said you know here's an issue and he immediately started to talk he called it the oh that's the pace of obsolescence and i'm like boom you're in buddy so speaking of obsolescence i have a company lumaficient and we have uh, quite a bit of leds and we're faced with more and more obsolescence and we are trying to get rid of this stuff on ebay on amazon as fast as we can but it's tough so uh you know we don't want to scrap it we don't believe in that financially, and we don't want to believe in that for the environment. So I hope that uh, Marshall has some good ideas of what the industry can do with the obsolescence because there's more and more of it. And yep. and then we have our OCCs after that, Greg, and then Marshall and Randall will both be available should you wish mm -hmm. to speak to them one-on-one -on -one about the topic they discussed. Mm -hmm. So uh, that's great. And then we got the... Um, the golf outing, the Paul Hafner golf outing on Thursday for those who wish to uh, play, uh, what do they call it? Uh, I think I, I call yeah. I, 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 I commit golf. I don't really play it. <laughs> sure. Okay. Yeah. It's more so, like a no, sin. Think, yeah. And I think the key with this as a whole is, is you know, uh, we look at all of these presentations are going to be interactive. It's not going to be one person up there in charge and saying, this is what you're going to learn today. It's gonna. We're gonna talk about it. Then we're gonna talk about it as a group. Or he's gonna. He or she will present, and then we'll get together and have an open discussion. So I think that's a key thing. They can actually get some takeaways home from that. 
Yep. And I'm excited about the venue, Biloxi. I've not been. And uh, I got to tell you, I got a really great flight into Pensacola. So I'm flying on Southwest into Pensacola, and then I'll just drive over. So uh, it was very, uh, very easy, very inexpensive. And uh, good. It, it's a good deal. So I'm looking forward to Biloxi. I've heard a lot about it, and I'm happy to finally be there. Now, let me ask you something else before we move on to the, uh, the Edison Report Awards, which you wanted to talk about as well. Um, sure. The... Uh, <laughs> Uh, the um, hotel room is $89. Do you think that's expensive, okay. Randy? Uh, you know, <laughs> I, might, I, um, I might be able to pay that myself. So uh, that's a great deal. I mean, We've had some complaints. We've had some complaints from um, mail distributors. Like they're, they're a real penny-pinching <laughs> lot. I think, well, I think know, 89 is nice. You know, you go to, I go to too many trade shows and events, right? I mean, too many. But when you look at some of the prices we pay, you know, in New York, and then I'm going over to Frankfurt for light and building, to the Global Wi-Fi Congress in Paris, you know, these three and four hundred dollar a night hotels, they they get you. And so if we can go down to Biloxi and be in a nice place for eighty nine bucks and have a great time, and so we have something called the Tesla Awards through the National Lighting Bureau, and we're very excited about this. We've had over thirty submissions, and this is the first year we have the uh, program. But the unique thing about our awards is that anyone can submit. If you go to any typical award shows in lighting, um, they're, you know, uh, three and four hundred dollars to go to the dinner. Uh, people wear their very best of what we call our Sunday clothes. You hire a professional photographer to take pictures of your job. Now they're hiring drones to take pictures of the outside of their jobs at night. Typically, the jobs are in New York. Paris, London, um, Dubai. And so what we think is the lighting awards have just become too extravagant. So ours are kind of for the everyday uh, a person that, that it collaborates. It, it, an agent can submit. A distributor can submit. A contractor can submit. Anyone can submit. And we're kind of looking for collaboration. And we really could care less about energy. Energy is a mm. given. We're looking for that quality of light, okay? We want to get statements from people that work there on 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 the light and the productivity and how it makes them feel. You can What's take that pictures line from with your Frank Lloyd Wright. Um, the beauty of a building is the lighting. There you go. Okay. Well, it is. It it is. And instead of doing the Taj Mahal somewhere, maybe a rep has relit a wastewater treatment center in their yes, in their city. I totally okay? agree with you. So we want to look at those jobs. So we had over 30 submittals. The judges have them now. And we will be uh, launching these awards on the Wednesday at Light Fair. We're very uh, honored that Light Fair has allowed us to do this uh, in Las Vegas. I think it'll be at 10 o'clock on Wednesday morning uh, at Light Fair. So it's called the Tesla Awards. The submittal time is over now. But we're very excited about this, and they will uh, be announced at Lightfair. Then we have something else the NLB is working on, and that is our trusted warranty program. And we're out for comments right now. But this is where uh, the NLB will come in to, uh, typically to a manufacturer, and audit their warranty program. Now, the, So the NLB will audit the fixture manufacturer. But we take no position on the warranty. We don't care if you have a one-year warranty, a three-year warranty, a five-year, a 10-year. We don't care if it's prorated or non-prorated. All we're looking at is, 
Do you publish your warranty? Is it easy to understand? And do you do what you say you're going to do? Okay, so those are kind of the basic principles. Have you been in business longer than your warranty, right? <laughs> a lot of brand new companies and they'll offer a 10 year warranty and they have no way to do it. And they have no insurance. So if you have insurance, that's that's fine as well. But we'll come in, we'll spend half a day. We're going to audit it. At the end of the day, if you pass it's a 10 point scale, then you get our trusted warranty seal of approval. From there, once we get the OEMs on board, then we're going to the lighting designers and we're going to explain the program to them. If they see a product they're interested in, but they don't know the company, look for that trusted warranty and then they'll know that the company's going to stand behind it. From there, we're going to the electrical distributors and we're going to go to NAED and we're going to explain it to them. From there, we go to NECA, National Electrical Contractors Association, and we get the contractors on board. So we don't care where you buy it, Mr. Contractor, but just look for that trusted warranty. Then we're going to IBEW, International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers, and we're going to explain the program to them to get them on board. The neat thing about this is our organization, the National Lighting Bureau, NEMA is part of it. So they have helped to write the program. Wow, that's NECA, awesome. NECA is part of it. They have helped to mm. write the program. NALMCO has helped to write the program. And the IBEW, part of our board, they have helped to write the program. So we think we're going to get significant buy-in from the industry. And the goal is to kind of reward the good players, and that's most of us, who work in the industry and stand behind the warranty. And then there are some of the, the bad actors maybe who don't stand behind their warranty, and then they either will not submit for it, or if they do submit, they may not be able to pass the criteria, and then they will not get it. I, th I think you should also go to the DLC and the utilities, because if you were to <laughs> Great get point. The these utilities to mandate in their rebate programs that the products sold had to have the trusted warranty program in it, you would really drive adoption. I think that's a great idea. That's a yeah. great idea, Michael. Yeah. We haven't thought about that. So we'll add that one to the list. Bingo. <laughs> Go okay. We're good yeah. at you for that. So that's coming yeah. up. Uh, we <laughs> hope to launch that this spring, but right now we're getting feedback from the industry. And so far, most of it's very positive. Yeah, I think it's time for it. Hey, Greg, what do you think? I do too. I've, I've liked the idea. We've talked about it a little in the past with you, and, and I think it's important. It's, it's kind of getting to the point where we're saying, all right, here's a manufacturer you can actually trust to get your lighting from. And I like that as a distributor, and I would think as an end user, they should in turn like that just the same, saying I can trust this company uh, because they have that stamp of approval. So I like it. Very good. Yeah, I think I think that you know someone's got to do it. Might as well be Randy Reed <laughs> tackle no, this. No, no, and remember, it's not Randy Reed. It's I the National know. Lighting Bureau. I'm the new executive director, but I tell you, they're doing a lot of neat things at the NLB, and, and I'm, I'm excited to be part of it. Yeah, uh, we're yeah. growing very fast. Somebody needed to do it, and the NLB's I think positioned well, especially with all those relationships that you mentioned from you know that, and and then to add the utilities and the DLC, I think would be pretty wouldn't be a stretch at all. Uh, you want to talk about the Edison Report Awards, which are on Monday night. Okay, so sure. We have our Lifetime Achievement Awards, mm -hmm. and this is where we kind of gather people that have 40 and 50 years of experience. This will be our fifth Lifetime Achievement Awards, and they will be at Maggiano's on Monday of Lightning Fair. And we try to do it Monday because everyone is having the big parties Tuesday night and Wednesday night, so Monday seems to be a good night for it. But... Uh, each year, we recognize anywhere from six to uh, eight people 
they'll come in and uh, they will make a toast. They will make kind of a speech, if you will. And uh, it's one of the most worthwhile things that that I've ever done. And I mean, it touches it touches your heart. Uh, one guy a, a few years ago told a story about he had 42 years with the company. New management came in. They escorted him out of the building. Oh. 42 years. And they walked him out of the building and he was devastated. And so he kind of said to us, he says, this is my going away party. And, you know, he had 15 of his of his friends and colleagues there. So we really are happy that that we're able to do that. Uh, but it will be at Maggiano's on Monday and tickets will be starting on sale about mid-March. We're working on. Uh, I we're can't believe right that now. that happened to somebody. Yeah, it's, it's it happens more than you think, guys. It, it's sad. It happens more than you think. I can't believe that. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm sorry, yeah. but it just like they walked that... him out. They they came in uh -huh. and said, "Hey, we've we've had a layoff. You're being laid off. Oh, okay. You need to leave now. Well, no, right now. You you need you need to leave right now. Yeah, our lawyers and, have told well, us that you know, we're no longer insured to have you on the property or something yeah, like that. So, so it did. It was hard, but anyhow, it was very heartfelt, and we love because think about it, guys. These are the people that made the industry, sure. right? These are yeah. the people fighting the battles that we don't even know about. Yeah, and sure. here we yeah. are. Wow. Yeah, quickly. Thanks for Randy for talking about what did we talk about? The convention, the nailed itinerary. We talked about the uh, Tesla Awards and the Edison, um, the Lifetime Achievement Awards. What a conversation, Randy. Thank you very much for your time. On the rectory wall, there's a sign there for all. You are lost, Lord is there to find you.